0: Everyone. Hi, guys. Um, today we're really excited because we discovered something brand new. Yes,
1: we're so, so, so excited to share um, this new show that we discovered with right. you. Um, it's brand new, never b- been seen before except for by us potentially yeah um it's one of these singing competition shows sure but um, it has a
0: fun kind of gimmick that i don't think has ever been done before and it's right, really exciting right. it's really cool i mean cool. you
1: have america's got talent which i don't i've tried to watch i don't really like that i don't care for i don't get, the, get why I it's interesting is Howie he meant did bald guy he's on there Howie Mandel, yeah, that bald Man yeah so. i think so i think so one time i, I saw like that him. and someone was doing sword swallow yeah that's scary and it like ruined my i'm life. not into that um you've got x factor which of course discovered one direction which 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 is cool, but like again, not really my thing. Yeah. And that's Um, also British, isn't it? I'm not really And then what's the other one of those? American Idol. um, American Idol. American Idol. Katy Perry. And all all those um but this is this is something else. This is is, I would say the pinnacle of of these talent singing T V shows. Yeah. Uh, and we're so, we could not be more excited. We literally are s- uh, vibrating with excitement right now. To share it, right it with you.
0: Um, I think this is going to change the world forever, and also our
1: podcast, yes. and also us as people. and also us. It's I mean, it's already changed and It's already me, changed us. And it's after you listen to this episode, you too will be changed. Okay, great. Uh, so I think we should just get right to it. Let's do it. Donkey, donkey,
0: donkey, donkey, very nice. Donkey, 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 donkey. To mama, some sound before we can tell you guys this amazing incredible new discovery we've made we have um, to get to
1: our usual we have to do our segments
0: we have to do our motherfucking segments um so i say motherfucking i don't know why i said that it's kind of weird i don't really like that
1: um all right. So first and foremost, of course, is Wonka Watch. Sure. All right. Uh, so how welcome many, to Wonka Watch. Welcome to Wonka Watch. How many days oh are God. there until Wonka, Taylor? Thank you for asking.
0: There are 586 days until Wonka.
1: Wow, that's not even that many days. It's really not if you you think think about it. it. (laughs) In a lot of ways. In a a lot of Um, ways. Yeah, so there doesn't seem to be any other uh, Wonka news. The big Wonka news, of course, was uh, a couple weeks ago when we saw the footage of CinemaCon. Sure, sure. Um, However, this is Wonka-adjacent news, I suppose, that I've just found on a website called SportsKida. Cool. Sport Skida. Okay. Uh, and this is on their esports and gaming section, uh, and the headline of this article is: Mr. Beast reveals that he's recreating Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Fans go wild. Wow. Um, so, for those of you who don't know, Mr. Beast, aka Jimmy Donaldson, uh, has revealed that he's recreating Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Sure. And fans are elated. Yeah. Uh, so this guy's a YouTuber. Um, and he took to Twitter to let his fans know that he is in the early stages of recreating Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Um, is he? Yes. So he's he's recreating Willy Wonka's famous chocolate factory. how <laughs> what, what were his? What, what were the? What was the fan the reaction? The fans. To this I news. mean, they just they could not believe it. They were so 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 excited. Yeah. Um, you would not believe the way that these fans were excited. Uh, it seems he may be releasing his own. A uh, brand of chocolate as well. Okay. Uh, but it looks like we've yet to find out whether or not golden tickets. Yeah. You know, may yeah. be hidden inside. You would these think packages. maybe perhaps they would be. Um, but these fans once again they are elated. They're yeah. so excited. Right. What is it that he's doing again? Um, so Mr. Beast is uh he's a YouTuber yeah. and he's recreating Willy Wonka's famous oh, chocolate factory. That's crazy. Uh, in real life. Huh. To be clear. In real life? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he's he's making the famous chocolate factory from the movie. Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka's chocolate factory from the movie Willy Wonka's <laughs> chocolate factory, I suppose is what it's called. Or Charlie and the chocolate or Charlie, factory, right? That's the right. other one. They have different names. There's a couple. Um, but he's basically, what he's going to do is recreate that chocolate factory in real life, that, can he? Is he like allowed to do that? He, can he apparently do that? It seems like it's a, he's allowed to do that. Were people excited about this people news? People were really, really, really excited. Um, and you know, Jimmy—that's uh, Mr. Beast's real name. Sure, and he's a YouTuber. He's a YouTuber. Okay, um, he's already at the top of his YouTuber career, having recently crossed the astonishing thirteen billion mark on his YouTube. channel. Um, holy shit um, of like followers. It seems that way. Oh uh, g- or no, 13 billion views. I was going to say, I don't think there are 13 billion right, people in yeah. the world, right? <laughs> right. Right. Um, so that's kind of major. He is, once again, he's going to be recreating right. Willy Wonka's chocolate factory in real life. Um, and fans are elated. I you, can imagine. We're yeah. yet to see um, whether this will play a role, of course, in Timmy's Wonka. Sure. Uh, but I I wouldn't be surprised if there's some kind of Mr. Beast Wonka crossover because that would he's be interesting. such a famous and successful oh, sure. YouTuber sure, sure. and he does happen to be recreating Willy Wonka's chocolate factory and of course as you all know little Timmy is playing He's going to
0: be playing Wonka. Wonka. I've heard this. In,
1: yeah. in in the movie Wonka. Right.
0: Which is a prequel to Willy Wonka right. and the, chocolate, and the chocolate, factory. chocolate
1: Factory which is the chocolate factory that Mr Beast <laughs> is basing his chocolate factory that he's building on. Right um it's so, all really very interesting suffice it to say that th- i think this is a uh, maybe a multiverse moment i think it might uh, be the multiverse is pretty big and this days.
0: multiverse includes our universe that we live in right which i think maybe right, is the first time right, that's because, happened because
1: of the fact that mr beast is building in right. chocolate factory in, in real, real life. life yeah um so we have this is just a great reminder that wonka heads have m- tons to look forward to before yeah. we're still a year and a half away from the wonka release date right 586 um, days But there's so much more Wonka content to come. There is. And it really, it fills me with hope.
0: Yeah. So that's all for Wonka Watch. That concludes Wonka Watch. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. See you next time.
1: Wow, what a great episode of Wonka Watch!
0: Yeah, I but think it was really good.
1: I've sort of been wondering, mm. what's happening with me, with you, in my life? What's happening
0: in your life? Oh my God! Um, okay, thanks. For- I can't believe you'd ask me that. <laughs> I, know, uh, I know it means a lot, actually. So, what's happening with me? Um, so yesterday I went home. Actually, I went home two days ago, but yesterday I well, first of all, I got a haircut, which is huge Yay. for me. Um, I've been waiting for it for a long time. It was it was exciting and it was satisfying, and I'm pleased. But after that, I you know I was already out and about, and my um, hairdresser that I go to is quite close to my local Goodwill. Sure, um, and I'm a huge fan of Goodwill. And everything that it brings to the world.
1: Goodwill. Goodwill. Among other things. Etc. DVDs. Um,
0: yeah, and so I went in and I made a beeline to the DVD section, which is my favorite, as section you do in Goodwill. And the first thing I saw was, well, I saw Aragon, the movie, wow. which is a wow. favorite of yours, yes. correct? Yes. yes,
1: one of my favorite movies.
0: Um, they had a couple of copies of that, awesome. actually. There were multiple. <laughs> um, and so I took a picture of that and I sent it to yes. you to be like, hey, look, and it's I Aragon. Said, wow, Aragon. Um, and then immediately after I sent you that picture, I had to send you another picture because they had correct they had None other than Walk the Line. They had Walk the Line. They had Walk the Line. Starring Joaquin Phoenix, the Johnny Cash story. Correct. Joaquin the
1: Line. Walk, walk that's J-O-A-Q, the, the line. The Line, correct. So, um, that was huge. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure I talked about you did. on this podcast- last episode. How much I needed to have that DVD.
0: Yeah, literally last episode, um, and then I found it.
1: Yeah, so if that isn't a sign from God or his angels or Jesus right. even- Um, I don't know what is. Right. It was huge. Um, And then immediately after that, I found
0: not one, but two copies of The Minority Report. Unbelievable. Which you might know is one of our favorite films. Faithful listeners Um, of this
1: podcast will know that that is one of the top Talkie Talkie recommends films. Right.
0: It's one of the top Colin Farrell films. Yes. Yes, Um, certainly. And so I found two copies of that, which is great because there's two of us. Right. Um, There are two of us, so it's good to have two copies. So I grabbed both of those. Um, And then a little while later, I also found You're Never Gonna Believe It. What the fuck is it called? Crazy, Crazy Heart, Heart. Starring, starring Colin, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell which Tommy Sweet. You also talked about, I think, two episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I bought all of those. Yeah. And now I have all of them.
1: It's just incredible. It's the magic, I would say the magic of podcasting. Yeah. And the magic of, you know, being a a fan of movies.
0: Yeah, I would say so. Um, I found the magic yesterday in my local Goodwill. Yeah. Um, the magic did soon dissipate because some <laughs> old woman was trying on, like, every single dress in the entire store and wouldn't let me use the fitting room. And there's only one fitting room open these days. Um, Unbelievable. So I stood there for, like, half an hour waiting for her to finish.
1: Now I'm wondering, did she find... Um, she, you said she was going to a wedding, and she made right. the perfect. Her wedding husband outfit.
0: kept telling me, "Oh, she's going to a really formal wedding <laughs> coming up this uh, later this month, and she's having trouble finding a dress." I'm so like, "So oh, was wow, she that's able terrible. to find anything?" I in don't the think end? so. Wow, I literally don't think so. I'm pretty sure she left the store without a dress, which is um, sad. I feel bad for her. Um, yeah, I'm sorry that that happened to her, but also I was so so so, so angry. Not really, your problem? I was so angry. Yeah, um, I just wanted to try on literally two pairs of pants, <laughs> um, and eventually, when I did get into the fitting room, it took me like. Two minutes, right? To try on and the then two pairs did the of pants. pants. Work? They didn't know. Sad. It, so it was all for nothing.
1: But but
0: I found four of the greatest DVDs of all um, time. Of all time, I would say. Yeah. So big, 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 big day for me. Yeah. Go. Oh, the other thing is that I think you should all listen to Western Wind, the new Carly Rae Jepsen song. Oh, great! Song. Yes, new, um, new song. Cool. Yeah. Um, hey Fiona, what's uh, what's
1: going on with you? Oh, that's what's happening. What's happening? But with me this time. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um. Yeah. So. A lot of things, and also not very many things, okay. uh, as usual, have been happening to me. Um, the thing about my life is that most of the things that happen to me are that I watch a new movie or yeah. a new TV show, and yeah, I get yeah. excited about it. In, in Colin Farrell news, I just want to say uh, I watched Undine the other night, which is starring Colin Farrell, uh, as an Irish fisherman, um, and he basically fishes and he catches a, a mermaid woman. Uh, by accident, mm. um, which is cool, of course, and interesting, and it's especially in- interesting when it turns out that she's, in fact, not a mermaid, but a uh, runaway drug mule. Right. Really interesting how um, that works. But the even more interesting thing about this movie is, of course, little Colin Farrell in perhaps the, the best style of role for little Colin Farrell, which is a depressed, kind of weird upset, but... Very nice, trying his best kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, um, In this movie, his name is Syracuse, but everyone in town calls him Circus. Fun. Because he's something of a clown. I love that. Um, a sad, sad clown. A sad, depressed clown with a with a very sick daughter, um, who does miraculously get better by the end of the movie. Don't worry. That's good. Um, but then the, the final thing I want to say about this is that there is a scene where Colin Farrell, this is the outfit he's wearing. It's a uh, sweater vest. With nothing, absolutely nothing under it. This is on skin, sweater yeah, vest on yeah, skin. Right. Over that, a red zip-up sweatshirt. Over that, a leather blazer jacket. <laughs> this is the perfect outfit. Um, and he has a like a little, a nice little gold coin necklace type thing, oh, cool. the kind of thing an Irish fisherman, sure, uh, indeed, might wear. Um,
0: um, I do think the outfit would be improved by his trademark, um, little Colin Farrell earrings yes, that he does have. Some
1: little earrings would certainly have taken this outfit. To the the next next level. level. Yeah. Um, But nonetheless, it's a really, it's an impressive outfit and one I'm not soon going to forget. Right. Um, Other things going on with me. I've gotten really into Colombo recently. Not much to say on that. And then the final thing is um, just a quick review for Ken Burns. Sure, sure. uh, Country Music, a film by Ken Burns, which is, of course, an eight part documentary series about the history of country music. Um, I finished this the other night as well. And I have to say, all around, very, very great. Uh, Ken Burns, of course, is from New Hampshire, as are we, which is always interesting. Mm-hmm. He has an interesting haircut, and this as was, do we, I would say. Yeah, we sort both of. sort of have interesting haircuts um, in our own unique way, I guess. Yeah, and uh, he has an interesting haircut, and he seems to be a fan of country music, which we also are. So, Ken, if you're listening, um, consider perhaps a documentary on the the oh, sure top up and coming podcast in New Hampshire. Something to think about. Something to think Um, about. But back to Country Music, a film by Ken Burns. It was great. My two notes on it are that there was not enough time spent on Towns Van Zandt. Mm. Um, There was a lot of time spent on him, but not enough. And two, the final episode, it says it goes until 1996 right that is four no th- 7 years before the year 2003 right which many of you may know is the year that Johnny Cash died so when i sat down to watch the final episode i was already a little sad because it was coming to an end but i was like well i guess i don't have to worry about getting even more sad because i'm going to have to see johnny cash die well guess what the episode still ends with johnny cash's death even though it takes place 7 years outside of the time how frame that, that even, the episode is called how does that even happen i don't know it's unbelievable and it's ridiculous and it may i of course enjoyed it because johnny cash is um, the most important man in my life. Right. But I would. I just would have liked a trigger warning. Is all I'm gonna say. Sure. Yeah. Um, it was really emotional for me. A lot to deal with. Um, and I did. Fortunately, Colin Farrell starring as circus in undine was there for me right after i finished and that helped me recover okay Uh, but still ken burns again if you're listening first of all i love you much respect cool haircut please try and make a documentary about us but also install a trigger warning onto episode eight of country music a film by ken burns that says johnny cash is gonna die in this episode even though it ends before he was even close to dying thank you that is all i have to say and that has been all that has been going on with it has very well said yes thank you Okay, guys, it's time. It's time. It's time. Yeah. So as we mentioned before, at the uh, the cold open, if you will. Yeah, sure. We we've discovered this new TV show. It's um something. I it's kind of really under the radar.
0: Yeah, it's kind of crazy that nobody has like heard of it because it's like amazing. It's
1: probably the best like reality show I've seen yeah, ever it's in so my life. So
0: unique. It has such a unique and interesting gimmick.
1: Yes. If you're listening, I can't recommend. Enough that you uh, find a way to try and watch this new show, which is called The The Voice. Voice. Um, it's it, folks, it's amazing. It's so good. We Um, are voice heads. Maybe
0: let's. Let we should explain kind of the the gimmick of the show.
1: Before you do that, really quickly, I just thought of how in dune uh uh-huh. when his mommy is like use the voice the voice he's so in a lot of ways dune is about this new is show, about this show the voice. The, voice. the voice right
0: right so what the voice is all about is as we mentioned it's a singing competition but it's yes. not like other singing it's competitions, not like the
1: other ones because
0: in this one um there are four coaches and they are as follows adam levine from maroon five blake shelton from, from country, country music, music. <laughs> christina aguilera and CeeLo Green. CeeLo Green. CeeLo Green. CeeLo Green. Um, who, wh- where's that guy been for all these years? I, I feel like I, I haven't heard about him. I guess he's been working on him. this show. I guess he's been he's, working he's on The Voice for all these it years. Up but like in his lab. It's been such a long time since I've even and heard about I'm him. I'm
1: just so glad he's um, back. And
0: I have some interesting CeeLo Green facts to share later. Oh God, I did some I'm research. Really, really excited. Um, so we'll get into that of later. Of course,
1: Forget You. Uh, Great song. One of the Incredible most song. famous songs, potentially, Incredible of all time. Incredible song. And
0: CeeLo made that song. CeeLo made that song. So those are the four judges and coaches. Coaches. I think coaches we you can say. Actually. The show, yeah. yeah. They they made a point of that a couple of times throughout coaches. the episodes where they said we're not judges, we're
1: coaches. We're coaches.
0: And so the way that they're set up is they, you know, they have their little chairs at the at right. the end of the stage so they yeah. can listen there to the They're these big
1: really interesting red chairs. Correct.
0: Yeah, and they have their names on them.
1: But and here's here's where the gimmick comes in, right? They're facing backwards their back is to the stage their back is to the singer so when the singer comes out on the stage they're not looking at the faces of Adam Levine and CeeLo Green and Christina Aguilar and Blake Shelton and those four people aren't looking at them right they're looking at the backs of these huge enormous red chairs right and so
0: the coaches they can hear them sing they can hear the voice the voice but they can't see their faces they can't see it so all of their judgments are based you know exclusively on the voice of the singer the right. voice the voice rather than any sort of physical characteristics which i think
1: i mean it's so it's incredible it's, it's one so of the innovative best ideas and interesting of all and time. new and brand new it's, also it's bringing the element of the famous um Phrase don't judge a book by its cover. Sure, into the world of music, and now it's more don't judge like the voice. Don't judge the voice by its singer. Right, you might say. You could say that. Um, I if if the creators of the voice are listening, I do think that would be a good catchphrase. I think so. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So basically, they they have these chairs, and then oh, sure. as the person is singing, if any of the judges feel that there's really some important talent there. And that they want to foster it and help it grow, right? And find a place in the music industry, which, of course, they are—they know everything about. These they are know everything four of the it. best singers on the planet. Sure, oh sure. Um, they have these buttons in front of their chairs, and they can actually reach out and press. Press the button and it will turn around their chair. Yeah, it's and crazy. When the chair turns around, then the sign below their chair lights up and it says, I want you. Yeah, it does. And so what that means is that when they're pressing that button, they're saying, I want you to the singer on my team. On my team. And so all the judges are trying to assemble a team of eight correct singers. Correct. Yep. And so you're saying that's so simple. What where's where does the fun come in? Right. So where where does the fun come in, Taylor? Well, first
0: of all, the fun is in the whole gimmick of well, yes. the voice. Yes. That's
1: fun on its own. But what happens if
0: multiple coaches, you know, turn their chairs around? Right. And this right? was something
1: I was really confused by when I was first watching. Sure. Um, what happens I just, then, I just didn't understand how this was going to work. Yeah.
0: So what happens then is that the coaches have to fight each other. Not physically. Not physically. But,
1: you know, they have to sort of... With their voices. sell them
0: With their voices. <laughs> they have to sort of sell themselves to the singer. Right. And so s- then
1: the singer becomes the one... Who gets to pick. Who is doing pick. the choosing. So right. it, the tables turn the tables in a lot turn. of ways. First the power is in the hands of the coaches. the chairs turn and then the tables right. turn. Right. And then the tables turn. And then if there's more than one coach presses the big I read I want you button. Right. Then the artist has to be the one to pick which coach they want. Right. To help them become the next, the voice right. of America. Yeah. Um, yeah hopefully
0: it's a little bit confusing, but as I think because it's so right, it's so right. new and innovative and nobody's ever done anything like this before so I think
1: as we as we go through the episode I as think we get you'll into it, I think maybe you'll get it yeah. um what's going on here but, but before any of that starts sure uh the so our host here is this guy called um, Carson Daly. Carson Daly sure uh who's is he from something? I think he's from the voice I don't okay, know I don't so think he is I've never heard the of him host before. of the voice basically he just gives a, a nice overview. Of what's going to happen. But then he says, how about the four coaches show us how it's done? Folks, you are not going to believe this, but CeeLo Green... Adam Levine, Blake Shelton, and Christina Aguilera all took the stage together, together and sang together. Yeah. And they sang, I think it was this song, Crazy. Crazy which by CeeLo Cee Green. Cee Green. song. Right. And I was wondering,
0: like, how did they, did they have to, like, fight to decide? That's what I was like, thinking. whose song they were going to sing. I
1: think maybe they all recognize that CeeLo, out of all of them, is, like, the most important mm, culturally and most, talented yeah. and most interesting. And so they're like, yeah, CeeLo, I think we can sing your song. I would, of course, have liked to. See them saying like a Maroon Five. I th- was expecting hit. them to do a sort
0: of a mashup. Um, um, a mashup would have been yeah. so
1: cool. They could have done "Come Back as a Country Boy," which is my favorite Blake Shelton song. Sure, yeah. They um, um,
0: they did play a snippet of "Misery" when they yes, were introducing Adam Levine. I just have to say that is banger, I think one of banger, the greatest banger. songs banger. ever written. So, um, sincerely,
1: yeah. But it was so so cool to see four of music's biggest names, yeah, performing together. Together, it's really for the really first time something.
0: possibly ever. Yeah,
1: and I you know I was just thinking the whole time about the audience in that in that auditorium oh they my were God, in. Yeah. How lucky are they for this amazing amazing experience yeah
0: also i just want to point out when they were introducing adam levine they said something about three million concert tickets sold wow i just have to say one of those was to me
1: wow in about You're one uh, of the three million.
0: 2010 or so i did that's see maroon insane. 5 in concert that's i believe so it was cool. the first concert i ever went to that's amazing. changed my life in a lot of ways wow. yeah that wow yeah i, I don't
1: even have words um, and add.
0: something that's interesting about that concert was it was supposed to be like the opener was supposed to be this guy named Gavin something or other. Okay. Don't remember. Um, But he didn't show up because he got hit by a bus oh, no. <laughs> earlier Gavin. in the day. <laughs> so he didn't That's get terrible. to show up. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. So Gavin, if you're out right. there, I hope you're all right. I'm sorry I don't remember y- yeah. <laughs> who you are.
1: Um, Yeah. So then Carson Daly pops up again. He sh- he does that a lot. But what's really interesting is that he he emphasizes that even though these four coaches are known for different genres, yeah. they're all willing to look outside of their own genres when as when it comes to picking artists sure. to assemble their team of 8 artists which is something i think that will become increasingly important as we start to meet the singers and um sort of see the way the teams shape up. Right. Um and something about Carson
0: Daly is in these sort of intros where he's explaining mm-hmm. this sort of show, he loves to say things like, They're competing to find the voice. <laughs> Only the voice matters. And I think that's that's great. I mean, you have a, this great gimmick and you have a great title right. it's like that the goes along with title. it. So you might as well use yeah, it as often I as just, you can. I,
1: once again, I have to emphasize how is this not sweeping the nation? How do people not it's know about this show? It's incredible. Um, and so then he gives us a brief over- overview of what the rest of the show is going to look like, which isn't really important now. No, um, the stage we're in now is the blind audition. The blind auditions. which are of course called that because the coaches, as we explained, are facing away from the stage. Right, they can't see the singer. Um, but then after that comes the battle rounds, where it seems like two people are going to. That sort of seems be like it's be crazy.
0: Yeah. While singing, yeah, they sing. They're on the same stage, singing the same song at the same time, and then, so but only I've one heard. of them is able to advance really, afterwards. Really interesting. I'm not really sure what it's going to entail, but it sounds yeah. like it's going to be so. so I'm really, really
1: looking forward to that. And then there's some kind of other round that I didn't quite, I didn't really understand. Y- we don't have we to don't worry. know it's yet. So far it's in the so, future, so we have, have no idea. We've
0: never seen it before. Um,
1: and then, without further ado, they just dive into the performances. Yeah, they just get right into it. I guess we should do that too. Yeah, I right? think we also should dive in. So, the first uh, performer is named Tara Ramsey. Right. I'm glad you wrote that down. Yeah, she is 31 years old. um, And Carson says she looks beautiful, but reminds her that it's really all about her voice. It's all about the voice. Because this show is, uh, once again, called The Voice. Sure. And I I just have to say, like, congrats to her for being the first person ever on The Voice. So, so cool. She's the first person ever to be on The Voice. Oh, my God. And, like... Once everyone starts to see this show, right. it's going to change everything. It's, I bet she's going to be, in a
0: couple of years, she's going to be like a household name. Gonna Everyone's so, going to know the uh, name. Tara Ramsey? Yeah, Ramsey. I Everyone's knew her when she her. was on The Voice.
1: I knew her when she was on The Voice. And so Tara says she's feeling confident in her voice, but she's also glad the judges can't see her. I imagine it takes off some pressure Sure. Um, to be, but I, I can also imagine on the flip side that it might be really intimidating to be singing to these big red chairs where you can't see people's reactions right you don't even know if they
0: might not even be back there you know for right. all for Who all even you know knows. maybe they're not even there maybe there's a bunch of like scary aliens right. back it there and they're anything. gonna get you it could be
1: anything yeah fortunately there is like a live studio audience sure um and they i mean they're great sports yeah they, they love they're just happy to be there they are and as they should be i would do anything to be here and i've only seen one episode of this show
0: well there's only one episode out
1: i think right. so far, right right Um, I imagine it's going to be pretty tough to get those seats once more people find out about the show. And so the song that Tara sings is Breath. And then, so, basically, we watch her sing. Sure. She does a great job. Yeah, and we can see her. Right, we can see her. The coaches can't see her, but we can see her. The coaches can't see her. But it's really interesting because not only can we see her, we can see the coaches. Right, and and their their reactions. reactions. And we can also see, I think this is a really charming element of the show, Carson backstage with the the singer's family and he's so kind he's just
0: hanging out with them just sort of standing there occasionally offering like oh she looks she sounds great oh my gosh she sounds amazing
1: this Carson guy seems awesome seems really nice love to see more of him but pretty quickly during this performance Christina that's Christina Aguilera and CeeLo they both hit their buttons and they turn around right and what a moment. I mean, wow. Yeah. Taralyn has been working towards this for her whole life. She has. And 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 to have that affirmation of two of the biggest names in music to say, I want you. And it, right. I mean, it really says it. It does say It lights that. up on the stage. Quite literally. With those words. Yeah. I can't imagine how, I can't imagine how that must have felt. Yeah. Blake and Adam, I don't think, turn around for Taralyn. But that's fine. But that's fine. It doesn't matter. Adam says, actually, this is interesting. He said he didn't push his button because he's intimidated by her. Sure. And she's probably a better singer than he is. Uh, probably. So that's is, insane. Yeah. That's Adam Levine from Maroon 5 right. saying that. CeeLo and Christina both say that she could they could tell that Tara lynn was nervous, mm. uh, but they um, admired how she got over it. Um Tara lynn cries and then eventually I do remember uh, this, yeah. does pick Christina. Um because she's been a fan for her whole life. Right. And um she just feels that it's the right choice. And honestly, I agree. I can see them working well together. Oh yeah. Looking forward to this collaboration. Yeah. Um, and that's it. So that's basically how it works. Right. That's the first singer, and then the rest of the singers um, also come. And we're going to talk. We're about We're going to talk about all of them, them. I think it's it's only fair. Like these people are on The Voice. They're on The Voice, and I I think it's our duty. We have this platform on this podcast, um, yeah, to sort of shine a light on these voices, right. the voices as it were of The Voice. And you know what I just realized? Actually, this entire podcast is a lot like The Voice. Because you don't, oh my God, you don't
0: see you us. You don't see us. You, you only hear, hear us. our
1: voices. So the voice is kind of the podcast of the, like the music, uh, uh, real, uh, competition TV show. In a lot of ways it is. Yeah. Um, that's so interesting.
0: Yeah. So I just think that's pretty cool. Um, and then the second person who went.
1: Yes. His name is Patrick Thomas. Patrick Thomas. Is he the one with the cowboy hat? With the hat? cowboy hat. Okay. He's yes. He's from Nashville, Tennessee. Right. And he was bullied in elementary school for being a nerd right uh he didn't like relatable (laughs) all he liked was singing and he's hoping that being on the voice getting to perform in front of four of the greatest singers on planet earth uh is sort of an opportunity for revenge on his childhood bullies sure before he gets on stage i thought this was funny and also relatable Mm. he says i could never work a day job a normal job yeah me neither um (laughs) so true so true that's why we have this podcast um and so his song choice is this song, Live Like You Were Dying. Sure. Which is a great
0: I know that country song. song. Yeah, I know this song. One of the greats.
1: So CeeLo and Adam turn around first, almost at the same time. Yeah. And it's interesting as the show goes on, you see these patterns develop. A lot of times it's CeeLo and Adam mm. who turn pretty close to the beginning at almost exactly the same time. Interesting. Yeah. Blake does also eventually turn around. And when he does, you can see him. This is really fun. He reacts to the cowboy hat. Oh, sure. Which, of course, is familiar to him as a country country singer. It's part of his culture. And so this, uh, one of my favorite... Uh, sort of dynamics that is developing in the show oh, okay. is sort of the fun, exciting tension between Adam and Blake. Oh yeah, sure. Um, they have a lot of like really fun and interesting banter. They do, and it's really it's funny to. It's see. funny too because they're on opposite sides, right? right? They're on either end of. So the four chairs are lined up, and Adam's on one side, and Blake is on the other, right? And they'll like lean around and, and kind of yell, yell at, each at each other. other. Yeah, it's, it's quite. So funny. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Um. It's it's great to be reminded that celebrities are sort of just like us in the end they're people too yeah blake really he really wants patrick really bad and he tells him that i i have the avenues to make you a country star mm. um, which i believe him I believe yeah that he i mean does. blake shelton is a country star right so that that, makes that tracks sense. yeah um christina didn't turn around um, but this was funny. She said, "Can you take off your hat?" Oh, so sure. So we can see your hair. And he takes it off. And then she says, "Can you take off your pants?" <laughs> can you believe it? Um, yeah, that um, was a little bit. Uh, that was a little much for me. That was a little and I have crazy. to be honest. Yeah. I didn't really like that. Yeah,
0: not sure um, about
1: that one. And she says she didn't turn around because it was the the country style is a little out of her comfort zone. Right. And who does Patrick pick in the end? Well, he picks Blake, of course. Of course. I mean, he, he wants to be a country boy. Country star. He's a country boy, and Blake is the one uh, who can do it. Right. If you were on the Voice, who would you pick? Oh my God. <sighs> see this is really difficult yeah we've only watched one episode right I I mean I know the music of all these famous singers uh but I don't I don't really know them personally yet but I guess neither do the artists sure on the voice sure um I think I think I'd be tempted to pick Adam uh-huh because of his his personality and the way he's funny sure and interesting but I think that Blake and I are the ones who should work together because of my passion for country music. Yeah,
0: it makes sense. I was thinking. And what I was about you? That
1: for you. <sighs> I'm not sure. I'd also want to be with Cielo because of his outfits. Because of his
0: outfits and his sort of
1: fun attitude. Yes, he does have a very fun attitude.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure. I'll think about we'll it come back and maybe to that. I'll come back yeah. to it as we as we progress. Okay. So is that all we have to say about that? Is that is all guy? we have to say about Patrick. Okay. So third. I don't have his name down. Jared Blake. Okay, thanks. Um they showed a really short clip of him and I did like think he was pitbull.
1: Yes, yeah, he does look <laughs> he's like He's bald that. and he has a goatee. He's go-tee. bald and he's like, yeah, he looks like pitbull. Yeah. But he's a father of six and a recovering addict who hopes the voice will be his big break.
0: Yeah. Um spoiler alert, it wasn't. Yeah,
1: it unfortunately it was not his big break. No. Um Jared Blake <sighs> d- did not get his big break. No. But he did sing the song Good Girls Go Bad. Sure. Um, and absolutely no one turned around for him. No. They all tell him that he did a good job. Adam specifically says that he thought it started out like fire, um, but it didn't really keep going that way. Mm. And, um, Blake thinks that that is Blake Shelton, thinks that Jared Blake, that his voice would be better suited to a different style of music. And this was, I think, a weird song choice. Um. Yeah, it was. Not, I don't know if it's the kind of, like, impression- you want to make? I, I don't know. It just seemed a little strange to me. And I, even though I felt bad for this guy, I wasn't surprised that no one turned around. I don't like saying it, but that's just the truth. No. I wouldn't have turned around. I wasn't around.
0: surprised and I wasn't particularly disappointed. I don't know. I don't know no. that I need to see more I do of hope them. that he
1: doesn't, you know, collapse back into his terrible addictions. Sure. Um, that would be great. He that does. Would be tragic. He should be there for his six children. Yeah. Um, whether or not he's a famous singer, I would say. Definitely.
0: So, up next. Um, the fourth person to go was um, a woman named Vicky Martinez. Yes. And something about her, she just she's so familiar to me. Really? I feel like I feel like I've seen her somewhere before. Like I I just I don't know. I feel like I remember her. That's from somewhere. so interesting. Isn't I wonder.
1: It? I mean, she. I don't think she was from around here. No, so and I don't... I don't
0: think she's like been anywhere. I don't think she's been on any of these no, competitions the big thing,
1: before. Right, but really weird.
0: I just feel like I remember her. Interesting. somewhere. Well, maybe um, if
1: we see more of her, you'll be able, right. able to pin that down. Yeah, and I, I really, I liked her. Um, yeah, Vicky is, I just got to say, because they do sort of give some facts about everyone, uh-huh. she's a lesbian and she has a dead father. That's cool. Um, those are the things I suppose to know about Vicky. It's pretty interesting. But something fun about the way they present this one is that we don't see Vicky's face. No, she's sort of shrouded in shadows. Until one of the judges, one of the coaches, my bad, turns around. Right. Um. So we, like like the coaches, we have the experience of hearing her voice. Yeah. Uh, before we actually see her. Yeah. And the song, her song selection, uh, was Adele's Rolling in the Deep. It was. Great song choice, in my opinion. Great chance to show off your your vocal abilities. Um, and CeeLo and Christina thought so, too, because yeah. they both turned around. Yeah. Um,
0: I Like Christina said, I find you very interesting, which I thought was an interesting <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> um, but true I suppose yeah
1: that seems like the kind of thing you say when you can you're sort of wondering if someone might be a lesbian and you're sure Christina Aguilera yeah I find you very interesting there's, there's something
0: interesting interesting and perhaps strange <laughs> and different and weird and odd and weird about you yeah um, um but
1: CeeLo he he lets her know that he loves that Adele record he yeah. loves it uh which don't we all yeah um and that she inspired him and touched his heart in the end uh Vicky does pick CeeLo. Right. I think that's a good matchup I think for it's her. the right choice. Yeah. he. I mean, he loves the Adele record, and she uh, inspired him and touched his heart. Yeah, and like Vicky,
0: CeeLo does seem pretty interesting.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. They both have sort of that interesting thing going on. Right. Okay. Number five. Well, before we get there. Sorry. There was just a little, a little um, behind-the-scenes info. Okay. Um, Carson let us know that when, apparently there's a pretty rigorous audition process prior even to the blind auditions. Uh-huh. Um, and he let us know that to find out that they were going to be on The Voice, artists were surprised in their hometown with big silver en- envelopes inviting them to final callbacks. Kind of like a golden ticket. Kind of like a golden ticket, like from Wonka. Like from Wonka. Um, which is pretty cool. Yeah.
0: Next was some girl. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, uh, Sonia Rao. Sure. She has immigrant parents. That's the thing about her. That's the interesting fact yeah. about her, yeah. Um, and she also does say that she has no backup plan. If this doesn't work out for her... Um, which is relatable to us. Which she's she doesn't know what she's gonna do. Yeah. Um. Hopefully our uh our sort of endeavor, our podcasting endeavor, goes a little bit better than yeah. Sonia's uh, singing endeavor because no one turns around for her. No one turned around. For um. Silo almost does, uh, and then but he, then then he doesn't. Pretty creepy afterwards. Yeah. He was a little. He says, "Hey, pretty girl." Yeah. To her, which is um a little bit made creepy. me uncomfortable. And then a f- another really fun thing about this show is that you can sort of tweet along while you watch it. Oh, And sure. the, the coaches are also tweeting along, and their tweets will pop up on the screen yeah. while you're watching. Um, and so unfortunately during this part, CeeLo tweeted hashtag hey pretty girl, yeah, uh, which I didn't
0: like. No, I didn't care for that. I'm not sure really what's yeah. what's going on there. Um, I hope that that doesn't become a trend. Yeah, I hope yeah. he maybe be I do. I want
1: to see more tweets. I want to I see do like less the tweets. creepy commentary.
0: Yeah. So next, um, I have I have a lot of things to say about this next
1: Okay. duo. The duo, are first duo. Because it was duo. a duo.
0: Um, so this duo, first of all, their name is Ellen Owen. Ellen Owen, that's um,
1: E-L-E-N Owen, like the yeah. name. Yeah,
0: and I was confused by that because neither of their names are either Ellen nor Owen. Yeah, the, his, the guy's name is Josh. And her name is
1: Nicole. Right, which neither, that's not Ellen and that's it's not, Ellen, not Owen. And that's not Owen.
0: An interesting thing about them is in their little background sort of background check story yes. thing you could <laughs> yeah. say, um, is he mentions that they live in her they're married yeah and they live in her parents basement
1: right and he's embarrassed
0: well he yeah he says at one point living in my wife's parents basement is very humbling for me (laughs) that's a direct quote
1: and carson is also a little bit like he brings it up bro you live in your
0: parents basement yeah
1: and he brings it up a (laughs) total a total
0: of four times i counted (laughs) he he go he keeps saying things like before we find out if ellen owen can make it out of their parents basement (laughs) And then he says that again, and
1: then he says it again, and then he yeah, says it he also just again. He keeps saying it. He
0: just keeps bringing it up over and over again. Um, which, I mean, is funny. It's funny,
1: yeah. Carson, I, I'm really excited to see more of him. Yeah, I, I like say. how
0: he's kind of. he's He can be a little passive aggressive. Right, but about he's these also very, very kind. But he's also very kind, um, and I like that sort of dynamic.
1: Yeah. So they perform, and this is pretty exciting because, as we said, it's the first duo. Right. And so it starts out with just what's her name again? Nicole. Nicole singing Not by herself. Right. But then. And r- reminder, everyone, the judges cannot see. No. So they think it's just one person on the stage. Right. Then Josh starts singing. Right. And I loved this because Blake was so confused. He gets so confused. He gets so, He's so, so freaked confused. out and confused and he um, doesn't understand what's going
0: on. And he turns around just... Because, and he's like, I just, I'm so confused. I gotta see what's just, going on. I just, I
1: just had to see what was going on. I just had to see what
0: was going on. Um, um which is, <laughs> which is so funny as if it's not so obviously just like two just people.
1: It's like two people singing. Like, what
0: do you mean you had to see what's, like, I feel like you could probably figure out what was going on yeah. without,
1: yeah. Um, But
0: he he does. And I thought that was funny. I liked how confused and afraid he got. Um,
1: CeeLo also turns around. Right. Tells them that he could make them like Sonny and Cher. Right. Um, But Blake says that what he can offer to them is that he can protect their relationship from falling apart in the music industry. So beautiful. Um, Which is Um, really special.
0: Yeah. um, It was really nice kind of him. him. To say. So, unfortunately, I thought they sucked. They sucked.
1: They were terrible. (laughs) They were not good singers. Um, I think that they were just... Blake and CeeLo were confused they were confused and they they turned around and they needed to see and then they like they were bad singers they were not good and I bet they were they were regretting that
0: yeah their voices do not mesh and the guy kept doing these like high notes that sounded just like shit they sounded so bad tragic and I didn't like that no Um, I did did like like CeeLo at one point he was like this is folk right and I was like (laughs) yeah me like I don't know I don't know genres and I don't understand I think
1: you guys are folk yeah I did like that that was funny and then when it's time to decide. Right. This was interesting. This is interesting because usually you're just one person up on the stage and you can sort of decide in your head who right. you want to go with. But since a duo is made up of two people. Right. They sort of have to work it out amongst themselves. Or do they? Or do they? Because Nicole just tells Josh that he can decide. Just pick she you says, at. you're the leader. Yeah. And makes him decide. Which again, not really sure what's going on right, here as a little far as strange. various concepts and topics. But um, yeah. She does make him decide. Yeah, and also there's
0: there's a cliffhanger here. There
1: is a cliffhanger. They make
0: you wait until after the commercial break, right? Which is, I
1: mean, I get it. That's it's important. It's suspenseful. All all these things, right? Um, but they do end up picking Blake, they right? Pick Blake, yeah. So Blake now has um, two people on his team. Blake has two people. Technically, three people. but technically since three. Ellen Owen is
0: a duo, they yeah. only count as one. That's another thing. I'm not sure if I don't know. I don't know if I think that duos should be allowed. Right. It seems like clearly it's too confusing for the coaches.
1: Right. Like, and it it, it basically tricked Blake into getting these people right. on his team. Right. I doubt if even he though they suck, had had some kind of warning. That a trigger Blake, warning, perhaps. Th- this is going to be two people singing at once. They're two separate people, right? He probably wouldn't have turned around because he would have understood what was going on. Yeah. Um. So not not looking forward to seeing more of Ellen Owen. No, me neither.
0: Okay. Next we have Frenchie Davis. Yes, uh, loved her name. Great name.
1: Great name. Reminds me of Greece. Yeah. There's a character yeah, in Greece sure. named Frenchie. Um. And what's interesting about Frenchie is that
0: she mentions backstage before she goes out yes. that she was on American Idol yes and she got disqualified and I quote due to oh no I this part is not the quote um quote
1: for a decision I made when I was 19 years old right and I did some googling me too okay great
0: <laughs> and the reason she got disqualified was just because she like took some topless photos yeah
1: and like they, earlier in her career existed, and they like somewhere. I guess
0: yeah maybe were somewhere. No and one could find. Them. No one could even find them. No one them. had seen them.
1: But the the fools on American Idol were like, this is a family show. Yeah, we can't have someone who has at one point taken a picture without a shirt on, right. Be on our show. So I think that's um, kind of fucked up. It, but it shows that the voice is better than the all voice these shows is better than American Idol. They're giving Frenchie Davis the opportunity to redeem herself, right? To come back and to not have to deal with this sort of. Archaic sexist right. baggage.
0: Yeah, they don't care that she took topless photos when she was 19. Think that's fine. They only care about the, the voice.
1: Exactly. And that's what the voice is all about. It's that's about what it's all about. Not judging the singer. Not judging the voice by the singer. Exactly. Um so she comes out and she sings I kissed a girl. Amazing. Great song. Great choice. Great song. And CeeLo and Christina both turn around. Right. CeeLo recognizes her. He knows her. her. He says Frenchie. Yeah. And And she's she's like, like, You know who I am? (laughs) And he's like, Yeah. And he doesn't explain that. No, he doesn't. Um She does, then she mentions once again that she was on American Idol, but also that she was in rent on Broadway. Yeah. Which is super cool.
0: Yeah. Um Um, I liked when CeeLo said Great choice of song. Um, I can relate
1: to it. Yeah. I thought that very, was funny. Very, very funny. Because, of course, the famous thing about the song, yeah. Katy Perry's I Kissed a Girl, right. is that she she is a girl sure. also. Sure. Oh, sure. And she's kissing a girl. Right. So it, it's kind of one of those moments where you're like, that's interesting. If yeah. you're Christina Aguilar that Christina is maybe Aguilera. what you would yeah. say. Interesting. Um, um,
0: yeah. And that reminds us kind of of... Something that happened to us the other day, right? Yes. Which yes. is um, that we were, as you guys might know, we're in a country music class. Yeah, have we mentioned that? Have we mentioned that at all? I don't know. I don't remember. Um, and so, what we were doing in country music class was that a bunch of people had submitted songs to our beloved professor, Dan. Dan, if um, you're listening to
1: this, we, we love, love, you, love you, Dan.
0: Um, I filled out your course evaluation today. I gave you a glowing Me review, too. just so Me you know. too. Me too. And so, one of the songs that someone had submitted for Dan to play out loud during class was the song Betty by Taylor Swift, which is a classic song based on Riverdale. Based on Betty from Riverdale, of course. Um, it's a great song. Definitely check it out if you haven't heard it. And so, what's interesting about this song is that for the first, I don't know, three quarters of it or so, yeah, I would it say. does sound she's singing about like a woman named Betty. And you're right. like, okay, so Taylor Swift is, you know, a, a woman and she's singing. Like a romantic song about another woman, you're like, oh, that's quite interesting. That's interesting. That's pretty interesting What's how that going works on here. It reminds me of Katy Perry's. Reminds I me a of girl. Katy Perry's. I kissed a girl. Um, <laughs> I kissed a girl. Um, <laughs> I kissed a girl. <laughs> but then halfway or. Maybe three quarters
1: doesn't matter. Yeah, part partway like through
0: the song, it's revealed that no, she's singing from like a guy's perspective. She's singing right. as she's someone. She's named a storyteller. She's be, she's being a storyteller. She's not actually you know a woman right. singing about right. a woman, except she Even is. But in she a lot isn't of ways, really. she is. And so Dan, you know, he was he was interested by that, and he told us that you know the first time he listened to the song, he was you know a little bit confused. He was like, oh, this is. A sexual orientation song. <laughs> One of the famous kinds of song. One of the kinds of songs that exists <laughs> in the world. Um,
1: and so I guess... Uh, We've just really embraced the concept of the sexual, the orientation, sexual orientation song. It's something song. we're really interested in. And I I was excited to be reminded of I kissed a girl right um, I kissed a girl I kissed a girl and uh, to realize that that too Speakeasy. might be a, a sexual orientation. It song. It is yeah. I but then of so. course that raises the question: What isn't a sexual orientation right. song? Um,
0: there um, are a few examples. There are a few I would around, say the around the by world. Daft Punk is not. Uh, um, Wham Rap isn't. But really. it is.
1: I do I do feel this will be something that is coming up again and again. Right. On this podcast and in our lives. Yeah, I would definitely um, say especially so. Especially now that we are the premiere The Voice podcast and we'll be talking a lot about songs. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So anyway, Frenchie Davis, she picks Christina, right? Yep. Yep. And so that's
0: that. Um, and here I've just, I've written a note. We've already sort of talked about this, but I think it's worth mentioning again. Um, I've just written that I'm obsessed with how Carson just sort of stands in that back room doing nothing. <laughs>
1: he just stands there with he the family. He just families, stands there. And they're watching on this like big flat screen TV. Yeah. And he'll, he'll like say comments. Just, like, the most random, name yeah. things you can imagine. Like, yeah. wow, she's doing great. She's doing so great. Yeah. Wow, look um, at her. Aren't you proud? Or he'll proud. be like,
0: the coaches are idiots for not turning around. <laughs> yes. or stuff like that. <laughs> right, it's can really get funny. a
1: little nasty, which can, is what I like yeah, about him. Yeah, he's kind of a bitch sometimes. It's really fun. Um, um, okay. Our next contestant, this was one that was really interesting to me. Yeah, me too. Um, this is a, a young woman named Kelsey Ray. Right, not Carly Ray. Kelsey right, Ray. Right, interesting. But um, the main thing about her is... <laughs> <laughs> like according to the show Like the main thing about Some of these other people Has been They live in their parents' basement Right they, Their parents are immigrants They got kicked off Of American Idol Right The main thing about Kelsey Ray Is that she's really pretty Yeah Um. And she's You know it's actually Very very hard for her It appears that this is um, The leading
0: cause of You know Of
1: all the pain and suffering In her life Yeah Because when you're so pretty And beautiful And conventionally attractive People just discount you and you And you're just yeah. a pretty face That can sing Yeah But she wants to be the voice. She it's wants to be the, the voice. For her. Not about how she looks, not about how, as she tells us and as Carson tells us and as the show tells us, that she's extremely beautiful. Yeah. I, I it's like not how about that.
0: Every time there's someone like hot on who comes on the show, they have to be like a hundred times like you are so hot. They really but, like, love saying But that's that. not why it turned that's around. That's not why I turned around. Um, because yeah. this is
1: the voice. Yeah, it's so it's so insane. And they have this to one sort of keep insane. saying that.
0: Yeah. Um, um I loved when she literally said, I was always the pretty face who could sing. Yeah. Because that's like that's so sad. I'm so sorry. It's, that must be really That must tough.
1: be so hard for you. Carson, I'm really really sorry. When and then, she says that. Yeah. Carson says that's why this show is so important. That's why the, and he I mean he's right. Yeah. Because someone who who looks like her could never ever make it oh, God, in no. in the in Nashville in the music business of without Of course not us not seeing her face it would be impossible right
0: um and then she literally did start crying after that yes it's like um, insane and it's i just so was crazy. like she's literally she's crying essentially because she's so pretty because she's right so now. pretty she's so pretty <laughs> that it's she's
1: crying And she's also a good singer and she's also really a good, it's really her. hard for
0: her um she did sing american boy though which is a fun fucking choice banger, so fun, fun I, choice. I appreciated that
1: i like that song um Silo adam and christina all turn around yeah And they all, like, immediately, they're like, wow, you're so hot and sexy. Yeah, you're so beautiful, (laughs) Um, yeah. Which is, it's just so weird, man. Something that's funny is that one of them says this is the kind of voice that would be perfect for radio. Mm. Which is the kind of insult you usually give to someone who's ugly. (laughs) Right? Like, you have a face for radio. Yeah. But they're, it's like... There's just something interesting going on there. There, there really because is. Because they're also saying, you're so hot yeah. and beautiful and perfect looking. Right. But um, it doesn't matter because it's the voice. I feel like CeeLo says something creepy to her, but I've Probably. not written anything down. Probably. I actually don't think he really did. He I think Christina kept like, was, like expecting he's going to say, gonna say creepy, hey, pretty girl. Which is also creepy. Yeah. Everyone just stop. Everyone's stopped stopping the voice. Creepy. It's not the physical appearance of the singer. Exactly. That's not a good name that for a show. That would not be a good show. Um, she does pick CeeLo in yeah. the end. And at this point... um. I've noticed
0: they start Carson. By yes, by that I mean they. Carson starts roasting Adam like behind the scenes so fucking for hard not for not having for not having anyone on his on team. His yet. team. Um, he'd be like oh, Christina and Blake and the other one CeeLo, they all have one person on their team. And Adam, well he none. still has none.
1: <laughs> it's like damn. And they keep they have these really funny clips of Adam like sitting in the chair, sort of leaning to the side. Yeah. he's like, I just want my team to be made up of people that I really believe in. And I'm not gonna turn around for just anyone. Yeah. And it's so funny. I do I I I was tempted when I um at the beginning of this episode, when I first started watching it, do yeah. not like Adam. He's quite charming, but I just I do really he's like. He's funny. Him. he's something goofy, about him. He's just a weird. I think little he's man. really, really funny. Yeah, and he looks so
0: young in this show too. I yeah, didn't think he, he was must that young. Have
1: done some kind of like yeah. scary celebrity. Um, yeah, like drink something weird, have right. some weird injections, some sort of magic potion. Because like, I feel like I've seen him
0: recently and he looks. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, approximately like eleven or so years older than he does um but in this in this yeah, episode of the it, show it could but just
1: be the magic of being involved in the voice like such yeah. an amazing magical tv show right not things. to talk about his appearance because i know this is the voice right. but it was just I felt which like of it was course worth he does mentioning. also have an amazing voice um anyways right. our next contestant is a fellow named jeff jenkins sure i love jeff Do you love i'm jeff? just putting that out You're there jeff right head. away okay i like jeff jeff has a dead mom sad That's oh right i remember him. this and but in, he says, and this was very, very sweet, and I think this is why The Voice is so important. Mm. Not because of the reasons Carson said earlier to no. Kelsey, but because of this. Jeff says, being on The Voice is not about fame. It's not about fortune. It's about a, being a voice for people like my mom. Wow. Um, who are brave and courageous and all these things that his dear departed mother right. uh, was. Jeff sings the song Bless the Broken Road, mm. um, which I remember nothing about even 24 hours later. so Yeah, I don't either. Um, I'm not sure. What
0: I did like is that after he's done singing, who turns around? Everyone. Everyone. Oh, right, right, right. Everybody, the first four chair turn around, as I'm starting to call them. Um, Yes, that's what I would call it, because all four of the chairs, they turned around. They turned around. So um, Adam asks, you know, is that a country song? And Blake, very calmly, very calmly, says, yes. Yes. And Adam says... Okay, Blake, take it easy. <laughs> um, which I thought was funny because so, he was taking the, it so easy. I love
1: the way they interact. It's such a funny because Adam's kind of this little guy, I think. Yeah, and Blake's yeah. like a very, very incredibly tall, tall, like kind of scary country man. Yeah, and it's it's just a funny. You have sort of the 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 city slicker Adam and the country boy Blake. Sure. And are they friends? Are they enemies? I'm not sure. Who knows? Uh, but Anything one thing happen. I do know is that the banter between them is amazing. It's wonderful. They all tell Jeff that he can sing any kind of music he wants to do. He's so talented. He's so amazing. They all want him so bad. And yeah. who does he pick? Adam. Adam. Right. He yeah. picks Adam. Adam now
0: has someone on his team. Although I will mention, Carson is continuing to roast him yes. because he's like, Adam has a team member, but the other coaches have two. Have, too. have too. It's like, oh my god. Okay. Okay. Carson, leave we the understand. poor man alone.
1: Um, um but i love jeff i'm really really excited to see more of him yeah um i i do think he had a beautiful voice even though i don't really remember him singing he i mean he was
0: the four chair turnaround four so chair he has to around. have been great they yeah. all
1: wanted him and and i i would have if i was a judge i think i would have turned around for him as well yeah
0: next we have rebecca Loeb Loeb lobe, lobe yes. or something and the um, thing about
1: her is that she's homeless and living out of her car
0: sure um yeah i really liked her voice actually yeah she um, was cool I was scared no one was going to turn around for her because it took a while. But I yes. was I was upset because I was like she's better than a lot of the other yeah, people you yeah. motherfuckers have turned around. for. There
1: I go again with the motherfucker. Yeah, I don't it's a know, new I, thing. It's not. New I don't haircut, like it. I don't. Word. I don't
0: want to be doing that. Um, but yeah, I was I was happy when people yeah, did turn around. Cause I liked the song, her. She sang
1: song "Come As You Are," which I don't. I didn't. I'm not familiar with that. No. But everyone seemed to say that she had like a unique interpretation e- yeah. of it. Yeah. Which it sounded like she sounded. She had a very particular way. Sure. Of singing. Yeah. Um, Christina and Adam turn around. Oh, and the thing about Rebecca is, uh, of course, she lives in her car and she travels around the country performing at, like, all kinds of bars and perhaps speakeasies. Sure. Speakeasies. Um, and Carson says that, he, he says, I have bartended in yep. every bar you've played in. Which is crazy. I mean, what a life. Yeah. He's had. Pretty interesting. Now he's hosting I know. Voice. I'd like to learn
0: more about this Carson guy. Yeah. I also have written down in my little section of notes for this particular singer, um, I don't know what this means, but I've just written... Why did Carson do that? <laughs> uh, I don't know what that is. I don't know really why I thought that I would remember. Why did he do that? But I guess, that's yeah, really just sort funny. of in general, like, why did he do that? Yeah. I think it's a good in question. a lot of ways,
1: yeah. So Rebecca ends up picking Adam. Right. Uh, so, so he now, now has two. Carson can't show talk anymore. So Carson, him shut, him him shut him the more. fuck up. And that's it for Rebecca. Hopefully okay. she won't have to live in her car anymore.
0: Hopefully not. Um, okay, next we had Joanne Rizzo. I love
1: Joanne. Too. Yeah,
0: she was cool. Um, she's cool 56. last name. She's fifty-six. She she's had a great New Jersey, New Jersey accent. She's got the
1: accent, folks. Um, um, she like introduces. We get, actually get to see her in her home, right? Receiving the silver envelope, which is again like the golden, golden ticket. ticket. And and all all her New Jersey family, and she's so excited because she's fifty-six. She thought her time to become a, a famous singer had passed. All this stuff. She does call her husband the luckiest guy on earth. I love that. Which I thought was really funny yeah. and nice. Um, she has a great sparkly outfit. Of course, that doesn't matter because the judges can't see her. They can't see her. Because this is the voice. Right. But we can see her and we I, I appreciate it. I, I like seeing it. Um, she sings the song A Little Prayer. Mm-hmm. She does a fine job, but no one turns around. Yeah, it was kind of stupid. Um, I was kind of pissed off about that. Yeah, she was better than Ellen Owen. She was way, way better just because it w- it wasn't two voices and no one got confused. Right. You
0: know what? This is called, I'm going to say it, this is The Voice, not The Voices. The Voices. I also, I liked how, like, they showed her in, like, the Coming Up Soon sec- yeah. like, segment so many times. I know. And they then, made such a big just deal. Just for her to
1: not get picked. And she didn't even make it. CeeLo and Christina both say that they loved her voice, but that it wasn't special enough. Right. Which is kind of mean. And and then Joanne's final word uh, on this is that's, that's showbiz, biz. yeah, which is cool. Good for you,
0: Joanne. I hope you're doing well. Yeah. Um, okay. Next we have her name is Zenya. Yes. Which another one who just like I feel like I know her. I remember. Yeah, she her. seems really really familiar. I to remember me too. her from somewhere.
1: Yeah. Um, it could just be that that like they remind us of other famous singers. Um, I don't know. I feel maybe, like I I don't know remember her. I, know. I, I it's don't really know. Weird. She's like seventeen and not from around here so I don't really know how we would know her yeah I don't know she just seems really familiar to me um, yeah so the thing about her is that she's 17 and also that she's very shy right and so she's she's like nervous to perform and and she thinks that all her classmates at school in high school because she is 17 mm-hmm. are gonna be like whoa she likes singing she likes music right um, she sings the song the script. Yeah. She's doing the, the like, voice. The, the indie, indie singing, singing voice. Singing yeah. voice, which I, I'm not a fan of. I have to be real. No. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Um, but apparently CeeLo and Blake do both get it and understand it because yeah. they both turn around.
0: Yeah. And something, the way that, I just, <laughs> I gotta talk about Blake yeah, Shelton for a minute. Yeah, because the really
1: fun thing is that when two people turn around. Right. They get to sort of duke it out. Right. And they get to maybe insult each other or try and convince the artist uh, that they're the one that they should pick. Right. And, and Blake has a really interesting technique here. He does. He I don't remember exactly
0: what he says in this beginning part, but he's talking about how he, he can offer her some sort of, like, stability in her life, yeah. whereas CeeLo's kind of all over the place. He's gonna, I think he says he's going to come in dressed as Batman Right, one you day. never know. And then Blake says, and I quote, I can be that male figure that you can depend on. <laughs> and I, maybe this was a weird thing for him to say, but for me, as someone who, like... Imprints so heavily on like every single middle-aged man who is even a little bit nice to me. I felt that I really did. I was like,
1: oh my god.
0: Um.
1: Yeah, that was that was real. Yeah, I was um, like, oh man. <laughs> I feel seen um, and heard. Yeah, I and she does pick Blake. So apparently that Thank resonated god. with her as yeah, well. Um, um.
0: And I just I don't know. I feel like. I've never really been a Blake Shelton fan. I've never really known much about him, but he seems like like a really nice guy. He does seem
1: really nice. Um, um I don't know anything about him. I Hopefully. really... I, we did listen to that one song of oh his my God. in class, Come Back as a Country Boy, which Great I loved. Great song. I... I it's just, it's just great to see these famous people, right? Just sort of being normal and having a good time. I know. It's and, like, and he's, they're all shining. I mean, I don't dislike any of them, but yeah, I just, I love Blake. I know. I, would, never I never would have expected myself to say that.
0: Right, never in a million years would I expect myself becoming a Blake Shelton head. But yeah, I kind of like. He just I, reminds me of like, like a, nice like a nice, old man who I would like if we worked at the Home Depot together. Exactly. Like we would, be you would have best like fun friends. conversations. Yeah, he'd with and be my best friend time. at the Home Depot. Yeah. Um, so anyways, yeah, um, I guess
1: we are in a lot of ways becoming Blake Shelton. Heads. Oops, sorry. Um, the next performer is Ty Austin.
0: Okay, this was a really interesting yeah. one. So what they did with this one was they didn't show us what he looked like no, at all no. beforehand.
1: we only heard his, his voice. voice talking about himself. Right. And he, so he loves sci-fi novels. He loves sci-fi novels. He
0: um, described himself as a big goofy guy. Yes. He also great. mentions that he has a Mormon family. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yep, he's got a That's Mormon cool. family. Yeah, so he's on stage, and we're we're not shown him until like thirty seconds, right? And then go they by, and then they do show just him. show him. So I don't. They I think they should have committed to that. Yeah, bit. I agree. But it was interesting. It kind of put us in the coach's shoes yes, for a couple of minutes, or perhaps their chair in their chair in the coach's
1: chair. Exactly. Yeah, he sings "Just the Way You Are," classic song. Oh yeah, and Adam and Silo turn around right and something interesting about him is
0: he kept saying like i think beforehand he kept being like you know when people see me like they don't expect that i can be able to sing yeah. and i don't really
1: because like, he, he, just, he just looks regular like he's just a guy he's just some guy he's
0: just some guy so i don't really know why um, he would think that i'm
1: happy for him though
0: but um yeah, he it doesn't the, matter because this is the voice. He in so. the anti-pixelo, right over Adam. Um, also, here in my notes section, I've written just simply: Carson is so weird.
1: He is very weird. Oh, I
0: think it's because at the end, like, was he's in that back room, and when Ty goes back. He's like hugging his family and Carson. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I forgot about this. Carson, like, he joins in the group hug. He's like, I want to be a part of this family. And he's like, and he so says like, okay? This is the modern
1: American family. This is the new modern American. I was like, all right. I just don't understand why he was like okay saying that, but it was cool and I liked it.
0: Yeah. Um. So anyways, yeah, really, really weird guy. Interesting choices you're making, Carson Daly. Keep it up. Next, we have this guy named Javier Colon.
1: And it's, folks, it's spelled like colon. Spokes. Is,
0: it is spelled like that, folks.
1: <laughs> and he's a father. He's a father. That's the main thing about he's him. He's got a
0: cool sideways baseball cap. Yes, he He totally also does. has a
1: guitar. Yeah, which is fun. It's very cool. Yeah.
0: Um, this is another four chair turnaround. Yes. Everyone huge, turns around huge. He sings time after time. Yeah. Everyone loves him. He was. Yeah, one I mean, thing. One he was funny thing good. that
1: happens is that Seal and Adam turned around at the beginning, and then Christina. Sure. And then Blake was the only one who hadn't turned around, and Adam was like leaning yeah. around and like trying to get taunting him, to, him. taunting him, and saying, "You got to press your button, man." Right. And for some reason, Blake was sort of uh uh right something hesitant, hesitant. Yeah. And Carson's like, "Blake's an idiot." <laughs> uh, yes. He's yes. got to press his button, and Blake's of course, in the end, idiot. Blake does press he does, his button. It's so a four-chair four turnaround. Right. Um, um, they call him perfect and tasteful. And Adam says I want to win this yep. so I need you to pick me. And you know what? I think I think he has a point. Like I could you know what I can see this guy winning. I
0: can see this guy winning. He's
1: I mean he's it's a perfect performance. There's nothing right. I think he hardly even needs the help of the coaches. No, he really does good he is.
0: I think it's maybe a little too early for predictions, right. but if I had to put my money he's on the table, really, really I think good. maybe
1: I would bet on Javier. Cologne. i might, yeah, I'm I'm gonna lock that in as well. Yeah, okay. I, I just there's something about this. Guy. I'm gonna ponder over it a little bit longer, but right. I think maybe, yeah, I think I think you um, might. Have and a point. Blake tries his best. The thing about Blake is he's kind of half assed. Like he's not he very good at the like arguing part of this. No, he's just sort of like you should pick me. I'm yeah. a fan. If it's a country singer, who would be like, I'm Blake Shelton. Yeah,
0: right. You should pick me. Um, but if it's not, he's just like, I don't know, whatever. If you in want. the end, Javier does pick Adam. Sure.
1: And then, is this our final? It's our final our, final, our, our performer. final performer
0: who I just have to say, huge fan. Love her. She was awesome. Love her. Um, this is Beverly McClellan. Yep, great name. Great name. name.
1: Um, she's 41. She's 41. And she's bald and, according to her, rocking a 26, 27 year old mentality. Loved that for her. Um, <laughs> I love how specific yeah. that is. this is
0: another one who I don't know something about her. I feel like I know her. I feel like I remember yeah, her from somewhere. It's she seems so, familiar so to me. Weird. I just, I remember her. Uh, the only note I have here is she is so awesome.
1: Yeah, I have uh, slightly more than that, which is that she brought um, her girlfriend Michelle, but also her best friend Tammy. Her best
0: friend Tammy. I have to say
1: something interesting. This is
0: j- jumping ahead a little bit. Sure. But when she goes back into the room, because spoiler alert, she does get on the show. Yes, she makes it. She gets it, on the show. Because um, she's great and she's awesome. She has an amazing voice. She's She has, awesome. she's cool. she's she has neck tattoos. She's so fucking oh cool. God. She's so cool. Um, when she
1: runs back into the room. She does hug. Does she hug Tammy She first? hugs Tammy so she's before her her she hugs Tammy, her girlfriend. Before she's hugging her girlfriend, which Michelle. Which I thought was pretty interesting. I mean, Tammy's her best friend. Tammy's her best friend, I guess. But that other girl, what's yeah. her name? Uh, Michelle. Michelle. Something I thought was interesting about these three women yeah. is that they all have like distinct, different looks. Sure. Beverly has the shaved head and the neck tattoos. Right. Michelle, the girlfriend, is just sort of like a woman. Yeah. She. Like, <laughs> she's just sort of regular looking. Yeah. And then Tammy looks like...
0: The, she the works nice, at the Home Depot. I was gonna
1: say the Home Depot or like the really nice woman you talk to at the D M V. Yeah. Yes, yes, like yes. Just yes, like yes, a yes. a sort of older, nice, nice woman. Yeah. Um so I like how they have three different types and they all apparently seem to get along. Yeah. Um but Beverly uh she does sing the song Peace of My Heart. Sure, yep. She has sort of the scary and aggressive style. Yeah, it's Which great, is cool. It's so, literally so cool, literally crushing it. Yeah. Um, Adam and Christina turn around, and Blake says um, he was too scared to turn around. Yeah, I because think Because what if one day she got ma- that mad at me? Yeah. <laughs> and he wouldn't want that. Yeah. Which is, I mean, fair. I don't know.
0: I think she would probably she destroy, destroy the hell him, out of him. Yeah. Even
1: though he's like six foot seven and extremely large. Yeah. She could, Beverly could take him. Yeah. Um, in the end, Beverly chooses Christina, which I think is a good choice um she, yeah. there's like this whole weird bit where christina like kisses her and then there's like the lipstick on her <laughs> yeah. cheek, and she's like i'm never washing my face she's really and excited Carson's about like, it yeah you shouldn't yeah man um <laughs> Carson's so fucking weird <laughs> that's, that's the end of the episode
0: episode one of the voice episode one of the voice this brand new show that we've discovered yeah
1: i so to be clear that's only half i think of the blind auditions maybe it's even only a I quarter think they're, or i think there are
0: probably gonna because
1: i mean they all they have to get have, like, eight two people three. on their teams right. and they all only have a there's couple so at least two more episodes there's gotta the be a couple more I, say, I think which is um, amazing it's so so exciting so interesting yeah the concept is everything to me right um, it's so innovative and new it's and interesting. just i oh god it's so so exciting i can't wait to see the other talent me neither um I can't wait to see more banter. Yes, more more banter, um, more
0: friendship. Right. I love the friendship. I love it. It's so, it's very wholesome, I think. It is. It's overall. sweet. Overall, it's a wholesome, it's just wholesome nice. show. It's very nice. Oh my God. Sorry. Something we didn't mention uh, was like the theme song. Oh my God. That plays in between it's so fun. commercial breaks.
1: Right, because most theme songs, you only get to hear them once per Yeah. Episode. Not on this show, baby. Yeah. It's
0: a very short theme song. It's short. But it's, it's amazing. It goes, this is the, the voice. voice. Da-na-na-na. Yeah, uh, it's so catchy. It's so cool. I can imagine that being something that's going to stick with me for, for years ever to come. And ever for and years ever. to come, you I, know. I, I approximately. Wish they had that on
1: Spotify. I would put it on my playlist. I do too. I, think I wish it would play in between every single song. It should on all my playlists. Just should. a reminder: this is the voice. This is the voice. <laughs> Um yeah. Wow. I can I can't say enough good things about this new show. Yeah, you guys should um, really check it out if you haven't can't uh, recommend seen it yet. Highly enough. It's you got to so, check it out. You're missing so out. It's so good. Did you have you had some research about CeeLo? Oh sure.
0: Um yeah, I I googled him. I was on his Wikipedia page just cuz I was curious. It's like where has this guy been for right. all these years? I feel right. like I haven't seen him for approximately was, like, 11 huge. or so years.
1: Like I remember in 7th, 8th grade, right. Forget You was like the biggest song right. maybe ever. Right. Right. So,
0: um, yeah, I did some research. I ended up on his personal life. He actually has a section on his Wikipedia page called Controversies. Uh-oh. Controversies. That's always exciting. Which is exciting. Um, I think
1: Colin Farrell has one of those. He might. Yeah,
0: there's <laughs> he's not really anything that he's done, no, I don't think. No, it was no, more no. just him being, like, stalked, yes, I think. yeah. Um, We love you, Colin. And some
1: personal footage yeah that might get him disqualified from, from American Scott talent <laughs> um yeah so
0: watch out for that Colin <laughs> um so I I ended up you know in the controversy As section you did. obviously and there were some things that I don't I uh, feel like talking about okay fair <laughs> um enough. and we're just not it's yeah, fine I'm I, sure I he's we need I'm to sure about he's that. changed it's fine he
1: probably feels bad. um
0: but I do want to read this entire paragraph that was Great. really 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 funny to me okay on June 16th 2011 so, a long time
1: ago. A long time ago.
0: Um, journalist Andrea Swenson of City Pages negatively reviewed one of Green's performances, writing that it failed to measure up to the fun factor of his recorded material. I can't believe that. Green spent most of the set stationed in front of a microphone at the center <laughs> of the stage, barely moving an inch while he sang, and <laughs> flanked by two forgettable backup singers and a DJ that was all but hidden by behind a giant LCD display. <laughs> that was all a quote. In response, the following day, Green tweeted... I respect your criticism, but be fair. People enjoyed last night. I'm guessing you're gay. (laughs) What? (laughs) And my masculinity offended you? Well, fuck you. So, uh, yeah. Kind of a bold (laughs) response. Um, Green promptly received angered responses, which I think is fair, from some of his followers on Twitter, to which (laughs) he replied... Apologies, gay community. (laughs) What was homophobic about that? In a subsequent interview with magazine US Weekly, Green stated that his comments were meant in good fun, adding that I am not harboring any sort of negative feeling towards the gay community and that I am one of the most liberal artists that I think you will ever meet and I pride myself on that. That's the whole sort of paragraph <laughs> that I found.
1: That's so interesting. Um, um, I love CeeLo Green. Yeah, I think maybe he's awesome and super
0: cool. He sounds
1: really, really interesting. Yeah. Um, um there were,
0: to be clear, some other things on his Wikipedia yeah, page I, that I, I don't imagine. condone. Um, yeah.
1: But if we don't if we don't talk about them on here, they're not, they're even not real. real. They don't <laughs> they exist. Didn't happen. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so excited to see more of CeeLo, more of Blake, more of Adam, yeah. and even more of Christina. Yeah, why not? Um, excited to see all the, the, the undiscovered talent that n- no doubt will be brought to the light on sure. The Voice. Um, excited for more of Carson, certainly. Yeah, I can't um, wait to see
0: what he comes up with next, that just crazy son of a I'm just excited to see where
1: this goes. I think it's going to be so, so fun and interesting and awesome and cool, and I can't wait to see the next rounds and then finally who's gonna win i couldn't agree more i can't wait to find out who's going to be the voice the voice
0: (laughs) well great thanks um thanks for listening we hope you guys check out the voice Check out the
1: voice um you probably haven't heard of it because it's new it's new it's pretty obscure even though it has all these big names attached to it yeah it's kind of crazy i think it's nice that it's not like it's not everywhere. It's, it sort of gets to be a private thing for those of us who are sort of in the know. Right. Um, so I think that's cool. Yeah. And this is your chance to, to join us in the know. We're probably, I think, as more new episodes come out, yeah. will be revisiting I think this is going to be a recurring this I think it's just so interesting topic. and it's it's amazing and it's potentially one of the greatest TV shows I've ever seen. I would I would say so, yeah. Um so you can expect um more The Voice mm-hmm. on this podcast, which I don't think we ever said, is Talkie Talkie, Talkie, Talkie. starring Fiona and Taylor. Correct. Um Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support and everything. Thank you for your emails and your likes and comments on Instagram. Sure, sure. Your likes on Twitter. Not a lot of retweets going on. Yeah. Um, we love you. And uh, in a lot of ways, we are your... The voice. The voices. Right. In a lot of ways. Um, so something for you to think about as you go about the rest of your day. Right. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, We'll catch you next time. See you next
0: time. Bye. Bye.